Never look a gift horse in the mouth. Now, this one's mouth is wide open, so I'm tempted to look in it, but I'm not going to. This is one of those puzzles that makes a noise every time the light passes it. And it drives me nuts because if it's in the wrong place, my granddaughter was here this weekend and we were playing with toys. If it's in the wrong place, and this isn't even the right one. We actually have two of these puzzles. So if the light passes by it, it will trigger the sensor normally. Not today, I guess. I guess they're magnetic. Magnetic, so it'll trigger it. But sometimes they're just light sensitive. The other one's light sensitive. No, this is, no, it's just a magnet. So anyway, I'm overanalyzing the puzzle, but this puzzle has scared me more times than I like to admit because of the little lights and the little magnets. And every time it gets jiggled or jaggled or jangled, if a big truck goes by the house or something, all of a sudden the puzzle will make one kind of, of the animal sounds and scare the dickens out of me. What does that have to do with never looking a gift horse in the mouth? Absolutely nothing. I was thinking I'd already done this idiom not too long ago around the holidays, but then I remembered it was beggars can't be choosers, which sort of reminds me of this never look a gift horse in the mouth. This is one of those idioms that has been around since ancient times when it was popular to actually give horses away as gifts. Well, why would somebody look in a horse's mouth? Well, if you look in a horse's mouth, you can usually tell how old it is, how healthy it is, what kind of condition it's in by examining its teeth. So if you were to get a horse and look in its mouth, and if you're buying a horse, it's one thing, but if someone gifts you a horse, it would be rude and not very nice to look in its mouth and then start criticizing the horse because it was given to you as a gift. You know, how do we deal with it? Actually, John Haywood, it's been around for centuries, but John Haywood in his collection of uh, proverbs and, and idioms and things, in Middle English used it in about 1546 is the first time I think that they believe it was actually written down and recorded. Although St. Uh, Jerome actually used a similar phrase in a letter to the Ephesians? Ephesians? I, I don't know, whatever. So it's actually been around, that was in 400, the year 400. So it's been around for centuries and centuries, right? Anything that's been around for centuries, what do we know about it? It's probably impacted either us directly or indirectly through people that we know. Now, I've actually heard this expression before. I don't know if I've ever used it. Maybe, maybe if the kids were acting, you know, ungrateful or unhappy about a gift or something they'd been given, but I don't remember a specific, a specific incidence of using it. But how does this apply to our business? Well, like anything else, it reminds us to be thankful and grateful for the positive things that come our way and to focus on those positive things, not look for the negatives. It reminds us to not overanalyze things and uh, look for things that are wrong. It's, it seems to be human nature to be judgmental and to look for mistakes and things that are wrong in just about anything, every aspect of our lives, which is really kind of half backwards, right? If we focus on all the amazing, miraculous, crazy, good things that are going on in our life at any given time, we'll get more of those things. If we focus on the bad things, guess what? We get more of them. Have you ever noticed that? If you don't believe me, just check it out. Try it today. Look around, focus on all the good things that happen. And at the end of the day, did you have a good day? Or do the opposite. And then at the end of the day, did you have a bad day? I don't recommend that, but go ahead, try it if you want. So what's another thing that this idiom, this expression, this reminds us to do? It reminds us to realize that it's the thought behind something that counts. And here's the cool thing about gifts. Gifts 
are a bonus, right? Nobody owes you a gift. Uh, incidentally, nobody owes you anything. But when it comes to gifts, especially, nobody owes you a gift. I mean, we think that they do. Oh, it's Christmas. Therefore, my significant other should give me a gift. They owe it to me. No, they don't owe you anything. And in business, especially, nobody owes you gifts or bonuses or anything. That's just like icing on the cake. Now, we all like our cakes with frosting and icing. At least most of us do. But we don't judge the icing. Well, some people do, but we shouldn't, right? If somebody gives us a, a gift, even whether it's a cake or whatever it is on our birthday, are we going to criticize the cake? Some people do. I don't recommend it. A gift should be seen as something extra, something additional, something to be appreciated and thankful and grateful for, not something to be criticized, picked apart, and judged. Now, there's always going to be people that pick things apart and judge them. I just recommend you don't be one of them because they don't tend to be the most happy people on the planet. So I'd love to know your experience with this particular idiom or expression, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Uh, I actually really like it. I, I don't get very many occasions to use it because most of the people that I interact with are very grateful, very happy, very thankful, very positive people. Wasn't always that way, but nowadays I try to surround myself with people that I want to be around. So I'd love to know your experience with it. I think that uh, there tends to be this uh, negative connotation and assignment of intent or meaning behind things. Like you get a gift and you, you automatically start analyzing it and thinking about, well, how much did they cost? How much did they spend? What does that say about me and our relationship based on the amount that they spent? Which is really a waste of time and energy and the wrong focus, right? Hey, thank you so much for thinking of me on this occasion. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for taking, you know, the, the care and, and to care enough to actually give a gift. All right. That's it. Have an amazing day. I'll be with you tomorrow with another interesting idiom. What does it mean? Where does it come from? And how might you use it in your business right now? Take care.